What time is it now? It is 9.44. It is 9.44. We are going to Sunday eight. night. It is, okay, but we're going to be done by 10.15 Monday morning. Is it no not Sunday what. night? You seem like it, you were about to disagree with me. <laughs> I think it's just my natural default instinct. <laughs> Anything I say. No, nothing you say. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's not true. Yeah, so we're going to be done by 9.15. 10. <laughs> At the rate we're going, we're going to be done by 9.50. 9.50, all right. We're going to do a five-minute podcast. Yes. No, this is going to be a lot longer than five minutes. Definitely. Approximately six times as long. Five times six is 30. <laughs> yes, it is. Isn't it? Yeah, very. It's close to 30. Is it, wait, no, it's, isn't it 30? It is, it is somewhat like 30. No, 5 times 6 is, wait, don't, don't start with me, because you're going to... Don't start with you? How long have we known each other? I started with you a long time ago, my uh, friend, a long time ago. Uh, so 5 times 6 is 30, so we will be done... It's sort of 30, it's 30-ish. <laughs> we'll be done in 30 minutes from now. Okay, good luck. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> What? That wasn't on last week. No, it wasn't. I've turned it on in preparation for you. Oh, great. The piano is active. And oh, that's the viewer mail music. Uh, Are we up to that already? Let's do viewer mail. You haven't, done, you haven't done the intro song, though. We haven't... <laughs> <laughs> Quicker. Do it fast. Up-tempo. Viewer mail. Opening it up. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow, that was like the most Broadway diva show queen version of the viewer mail song I've ever heard. It was good, right? What, what, are you, what are you doing? You have musicals on the brain or something? No, I just thought I'd change it up a little it's bit. It's because of Hello, Dolly, isn't it? Yeah, Hello, yeah. Dolly was in that movie we talked yeah, about. Yeah, we saw a movie today. We're not going to give you spoilers, so since we've already given the spoiler that Hello, Dolly is in it, we're not going to tell you the name of the movie we saw. I'll just say that I didn't like it. I did like it. I thought it was really good. I give it a else, thumbs up. I give it a thumbs down. You give it a whole thumbs All down? All of a sudden, this is a different show. Oh, my God. Gene Siskel, quiet down. Would you? Wait, You're I, dead. No, 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 no. What? First off, I'm not Gene Siskel. First off, I'm fatter than you. I should be Roger Ebert. Gene Siskel. Robert is, Ebert? <laughs> Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. Gene Siskel. He's dead, and was, he's bald. But he was bald, so I'm not Gene Siskel. I'm not bald. I'm Gene Simmons. Oh, that's worse. I'm gonna Are you Gene, Richard Simmons? Gene Simmons, and you'll be slapped. We could do like a, a word ladder with this. Gene All Siskel, right, Gene Simmons, Richard Simmons, Richard Petty, Tom Petty. Lori Petty. <laughs> Who's Lori Petty? She was in Tank Girl. I never saw Tank Girl. Neither did I. Did it have Hello Dolly in it? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the movie we saw today. So we've already opened the viewer mailbag, but we haven't gotten to any viewer mail. Should we right. do that? Let's do viewer mail. All right. Well, first of all, we should explain, though, that this podcast is actually covering eight days worth of puzzles. Eight days. We left out Sunday in the last episode. Oh, you know what we haven't done? Welcome to episode 17 of Fill Me In. Fill Me In. We haven't even introduced the show. We were too busy doing other things. Right. We've done this all out of order. You played the piano first, then you opened the viewer mailbag, and now we're introing the episode. Then we intro. Let's start over again from scratch, shall we? All right. Episode 6. Oh, wow. Episode 17 of Fill Me In, a crossword podcast. Brought to you by... I'm looking around the room for something. <laughs> so we're going to just go into viewer mail. We're completely out of sequence, out of sorts. I don't know what's going on. Um, but our viewer mail, uh, we're going to start. We got one from uh, our friend Mike Nothnagel. Pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday Puzzle. Yes, and Mike uh, wants to explain to us some things about Medicine Hat. Which, which he put in his last Friday Puzzle. Yeah, this is from last week. He says Medicine Hat is in Alberta, which is part of Canada, and is one of my favorite city names. 
And he says, according to Wikipedia, the name Medicine Hat is the English translation of Samus, the Blackfoot word for the eagle tail feather headdress worn by medicine men. I, you know, I guess that kind of makes sense. Although the explanation is kind of long-winded. It is the Blackfoot word for the eagle tail feather headdress. We go, it's like there's foot, eagle, tail, head, all in one... And dress. All in one... Th it's very confusing it to is. me. It is. And interestingly, he says, in fact, my original clue made reference to the headdress, which I thought would help in solving. It appears that Will thought that that was too easy of a clue. Well, Will Shorts, if you're listening, first invite us to a barbecue, second, start ignoring us, and third, Mike Nothnagel was right. Your clue didn't make any sense. I don't remember what Wait, it was. he's going to invite us to a barbecue and then start ignoring us? Well, it would be a lot easier that way for us, because then we could have, like, food without being bothered by the host. Interesting. Yeah. So we'd be invited, but he wouldn't talk to us. Absolutely. Okay. Isn't that the best kind of party to go? I it don't is. like talking to the host at no. a party. I always feel like I have to kind of, you know, up my social skills in order to communicate with the go host. Go from zero... All yeah, by default, I'm at a zero or even less. As am I. As am I. Yeah, I'm just not... You know, that's not true. I can be social. You can't. You cannot. No. But I can't. I was at a party with a bunch of ugly babies. <laughs> oh, really? Do you want to talk about that a little? That's, I think that explains it all. Okay. We're totally getting off topic. Oh, okay. So, back to view or mail. Uh, Dan Fair, winner of the seat. What happened? You sang my song. I stopped midway through the word mail. Did you see that? Dan <laughs> Fair, winner of the sea division writes to us... And uh, he really liked episode 16. Thank you, Dan, for, uh, fill me in. for liking episode 16 of Fill Me In. And he says, uh, it's better when you're in the same room and you've become such pros. Lively debate, high comedy, use of terminology like in-the-language phrases, and all without sacrificing fair references. Kudos! Kudos! Uh, unfortunately, Dan, so far, episode 17 contains none of the things that you liked about <laughs> well, episode 16. Fair references. Oh, we have. Have we referenced him, like, thoroughly enough? I think so. We're... Indeed. I swear to God, Dan Fair is going to win the A division next year. He definitely will. I'm looking at these scores on the New York Times site. He is lightning fast. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. It's absolutely amazing. You know, it's either going to be him or Howard Barkin, the great Howard Barkin over all, you think, all things. You think Tyler Hinman is going to, you know, take a dive this year? You don't think he's gonna... I don't think he's going to take a dive, but I think the competition has gotten much, much better. Do you, is Howard Barkin training? I mean, Howard has said himself that he really just does the daily puzzle and that's about it. What else does he need to do? He does the daily puzzle in, in like two and a half minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, talks about like training for speed. Well, I think Howard has... Does he have different shoes for, for training for speed? <laughs> I think they have gel in them. Uh, is that what they... Is? Yes. Is Crossword he, gel. He's gelling? <laughs> he's gelling. Yeah. We got a viewer mail from a new viewer, Jim Averill. Averill. We're not uh, sure how to pronounce that. Although, you know, I realize that is it's quite possible... Is Jim? Yeah, it might be Jime. Jime. I don't know. Jim! <laughs> Jim, are you out there? Give us a call. Jim, if you're there, uh, tell us. Tell us where to send the corn. Um, Jim was uh, pleased to know the what? The corn. The Oh, is that from last week's show? Yeah. I haven't listened to last week's show. I don't know what happened in it. That's, that was don't give it away. No spoilers. I haven't listened to the show yet. <laughs> Sorry. It wow. did have Hello Dolly in it. No, it did not. It Can did. you play Hello Dolly on the piano? Hello Dolly. <laughs> okay. Jimmy, wow. Jim Averill is uh, very pleased that we know, solved Sunday's puzzle. <laughs> Apparently I know one one harmony. What was that? Harmony? You don't even know what you're playing. It's a chord. No, it's I a mean, chord. But my Hello Dolly was the same melody as my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
It was. I didn't even. It didn't even occur to me. It is the same tune as the viewer mail song. <laughs> oh boy. Oh wow. I, I, this would be a oh good my time. God. I, do you want to finish? Because maybe we should go on to Thomas Howland. Because no, let's not even deal with Jim. Jim Averill, you're wonderful, but send us another viewer mail if you want because to talk we have about to, you. We have to clarify some things. All right, listen, Thomas Heilman. We got a viewer mail from a fellow named Thomas Heilman. We don't know in person. We don't know Thomas Heilman, and, and Thomas Heilman, I think, is breaking new ground because he's. First of all, he sent us in a, a very, very long message. Which and a very, very nice message. Very nice, and probably longer than maybe all the other messages we've received added up, except for the you know porn spam. Right. But uh, Thomas Heilman is neither somebody we know nor a crossword celebrity we've heard of. Now, right. if you're out there, Thomas Heilman, and you are a crossword celebrity, tell us who you are, because we don't recognize your name, I have to be honest. Um, but you did write to us such a wonderful message, and it, it goes like this. Dear Ryan and Brian, I've been reading your blog and listening to your podcast these last few weeks, and I just thought I'd take a moment or two to tell you how much I enjoy both. Yes. He does say, uh, One thing I'm curious about, though, is I've heard that musicians and math-oriented people are among those groups who, on average, more successfully solve crosswords. Wasn't that stated somewhere in wordplay? I recall hearing Brian attesting to his lack of musical skills, at least in comparison to Ryan's, and I also recall witnessing Brian subtracting 23 from 35 and getting 13, yet he seems to handle the tougher puzzles better. What's up with that? Uh, Ryan, what is up with that? Well, I think he has us confused. Because I'm the one who subtracted 25 from what? Uh, 23 from 23 35. 23 from 35, and I got 13. And I attest to my lack of music. And it's not just an... Attestation? <laughs> is that a word? Is that, is it is now. It's, a it's word not now. just an attest, attest, <laughs> testosterone. Oh boy! Of of my lack of musical skills. I mean, I really am completely non-musical. You are. And uh, but I'm Ryan. Yes, you are. As I point to myself. You, you are do. Brian. All the viewers can see you pointing to. And yourself. you are a professional musician. I am. I'm Brian, and I actually play the piano for a living. I've been doing that for a long, about fifteen years now. And this comes up in wordplay because they, they in wordplay one of the one of the featured characters in wordplay is John Delphin, who does who, pretty much what you do. He well, kind of, but better. I mean, he's uh, much better than I am, probably at everything. I would think. I I wouldn't agree with that. Um, I don't know, but. Uh, no, the truth is, I'm Brian, and I am a professional musician. Uh, I do play the piano for a living, I do write music for a living, and Ryan doesn't do any of these things. No. However, the way we're situated in our studio, there's a piano in our studio, right. and Ryan sits next to the piano. So, by default, he gets to play the piano, and therefore he becomes the musical one, and I refuse, and therefore I am no longer right. the musical and one. And I only know one chord. Also, I am actually pretty good at math, most of the time. You are, and I am I, not. I am. Um, what are you good at? I mean, you're good at some things. I don't know what they are, but what are they? Um, I, I'm really not good at my, my... I made a key lime pie today. Oh, it was really good key lime pie. There you go. It was. Ryan made a fantastic key lime pie. Made graham cracker crust from scratch. From scratch. Like, really, like, you, like, baked graham crackers. Right. From you harvested the graham. Right. And... <laughs> what is graham, anyway? I don't know. What is it? Is it like graham? How do you make a graham cracker? I don't know. I have a friend named Graham. You? Graham, if you're out there listening, email us at rbxblog at gmail.com. Did you pronounce it Graham? I don't I don't know. Does it spell with an H? Yes, it has an H in the middle. A-E-M-E. It does not. It, it No. Thomas Heilman continues his message. I thought that was an interesting line of questioning. Did you really? Yes. You want to know how my friend Graham spells his name? I and thought that's it was interesting. interesting. To whom? 
to me. It was interesting to me. This show is not for you. You are not the demographic. <laughs> Thomas Heilman continues with, oh, well, uh, he concludes basically with, and that's about it. I'm sorry if I've confused you. I'm horrible with names. And maybe that's really the crux of the whole thing. Maybe he just had us mixed up. Because our names are similar to each other. Right, except mine is spelled correctly and yours is incorrect. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We had actually three or four other viewer mails this week, but they were about uh, the potential first ever annual Filmian crossword puzzle competition. Ryan, why don't you talk about that? Well, uh, it's still very in the preliminary stages. We'd like to do it maybe in a weekend in... The summer, maybe in August, because that's when you're going to be in town, right? Yeah, I get back into town August 10th. We'll probably do it in Queens. I'm thinking, we, for those of you who don't know, Jackson Heights has a church where they where Scrabble was invented. Yeah, um, and that church is like right around the corner. It's from where right around live. the corner, and I'm going to go there and see if we can rent their basement, and everybody get together. It seems like the appropriate place to have a crossword puzzle tournament. In the Scrabble Basement Invention Center. <laughs> Convention center. I like that. Uh, and and hopefully we'll we'll get enough. I, I think if we can get ten to fifteen people, that will be enough for like kind of a get together. Well, everybody finishes in the top twenty, and then that's good. There you go. Even right. even, even you. Even, even you, you could finish in the exactly. top twenty. And so far, we've had uh, uh, Mike Nothnagel, crossword puzzle extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> we've had Mike Nothnagel. Pen Pal Extraordinaire and Constructor of the Friday Puzzles uh, want to participate. We've had Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman, Man About Town. Yeah. We've had had Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, and the great Howard Barker, Nor of All Things. Fantastic. So far, was really good. Thank you. I don't think I know all of their names. Oh, I practice. I mean, I know their real names. I don't know their our names. I, our names? <laughs> the names we've given them. Oh. I, though that's what I don't know. The our names. I thought you were saying our like with an H. No, no, no. Our. Like Graham. Our. <laughs> no. O U A E A M E R. Our. What? What is the matter with me? Oh my god. Um, so, anyway, so anybody else who is interested, please uh, let us know. We may include things beyond your standard crossword puzzles. Because if all we're doing is imitating the Will Shorts contest, yeah, what's so special? I think it's. Howard Barkin actually suggested, I think, at one point, doing puzzles. With some sort of uh, an obstacle, like yeah. you have the grid is upside down, or the clues are in, um, you have to read them in a mirror, or I don't know what. Right. Maybe we could even do other things. Maybe somebody wants to design a cryptic crossword. Sure. Or we could have a Scrabble game, for example. Sure. We could have video games. Howard Barkin, knower of all things, is great. And no, I mixed that up, didn't I? No, that's right. The great knower of all Howard Barkins <laughs> says he likes video games. No, you like classic video games. Maybe we could provide those. We could. I have a one of those joystick things that has like Miss Pac-Man and Frogger and stuff. In it, so you just yeah. plug it into the TV and boop, you go. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> classic that? video game noise. That was sort of that's the sound of what what game makes that sound? Is that pong? Boop, pong boop. Or, or breakout? Breakout? Yeah, What's breakout. Breakout was like pong. Well, breakout, you know, you would. I'd like the viewers <laughs> to know that Ryan right now is sort of karate chopping the air, but horizontally. Yeah. Anyway, the, the emphasis is more on a get-together rather than a tournament. <laughs> is that the end of the viewer mail? I think it is. Would you wrap up the viewer mailbag, please? Viewer mail! Closing it up. And, and I like how you, you you try to actually sing when I, when I, when I played that chord on the piano. See, that was and you that, Not at all in the tune of the chord. It was the totally that wasn't tune. a tune? It was a chord. You, like, you weren't even close to the chord. Well, you didn't need to follow me. 
No, no, like this is, I'm going to play the chord and then I'm going to play your melody of All it. Right. And it's something like this. <laughs> oh my God, that's so wonderful. You just, you just, you musicalized my voice. I did. I did. I just, I musicalized your voice on the piano. Should we get to the puzzles? It's been puzzles. 20 minutes. Sunday, Sunday, June 22nd, Chain Reaction by Pamela... You keep on going. I'm not going to say anything. Pamela Emmett Clowitter. Yeah. That's what all else? I have to say. That's it? Yeah. This puzzle is from approximately 20 years ago. This is a very clever puzzle. Some of the clues just had two words and then a blank and then two more words. Right. And it would send you into the grid. You put your own two words that sort of continued the thing. So 23 across started with food court and then there was a blank and then it ended with circuit board so you had to come up with two words that continued this sort of trade-off of phrases so we had food court and then court case case closed closed circuit circuit board so case closed is right. what you ended up putting into the grid and and the whole all of those theme <clears throat> answers made a big long chain of words they did God, i can i can never explain something oh, wait how how did they do that in my head no, no, I'm reading them all. How does that work? Wait, case wait. closed foot. No, locker. no, but but if you go down, it's it's food court case closed circuit board. Oh, oh, and then the next clue starts with circuit board. Right. I see. That makes sense. I thought you were just saying the answers because no, case not the closed answer. foot locker road closed, hazard. Closed foot doesn't mean anything. It, well, it could. I mean, Maybe if you I have guess. foot surgery and they open it up, and then when they sew it, the doctor might announce closed foot. <laughs> Raise his arm like that? <laughs> he will. Victory. Victory is mine. Closed foot. Ear. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's no, not, not no. really? Okay. No. Uh, chaperone. Chaperone is not spelled with a silent E on the end. It is sometimes. But that I, really I think, But I think me. it's from the French. So it's like if it's a female chaperone, it gets an E. And if it's a male chaperone, it does not. Is it pronounced differently? You seem to know all about it. Well, I, I know that there's an E sometimes on chaperone. Maybe the interne internet knows how to pronounce chaperone. Chaperone. All right. All well, right. That's apparently how you say it. But you can spell it with a silent E or not a silent E. The internet suggests that uh, chaperone without a silent E uh, is a variant. And is it pronounced the same way? Chaperone. It sounds like it is. It's pronounced the same way. Yeah, they both are pronounced the same way. They are fr from the Middle French. Literally meaning hood. Or a head covering. Wow. I had no idea. I, either, well, isn't a, isn't a hat a chapeau? A hat is a chapeau in French. So that's probably... Or maybe that's a car. <laughs> a car is a chapeau. No, a hat is a chapeau. A hat is a chapeau. A hat is a chapeau. So they're... A car is a voiture. So the derivination of... <laughs> <laughs> the what? <laughs> the derivination, isn't that... <laughs> aren't words derivated from the same... From the Latin? Yes, Ryan, they are. <laughs> what is the word I'm trying to say? The word is there are four minutes left to do seven more puzzles. Derivination. Derivination. <laughs> I'll have to look that uh, up later. I wish you would. Monday. Oh, wow, we're done already. Well, okay, we gotta get goodbye, moving. Pamela Amelie. Monday, Pamela. June 23rd, by Andrea Carla Michaels and Patrick Blindow. Uh, I have no idea what this was. The Win some, lose some. You did your best. We still love you, and close, but oh, no cigar. Right. These are things you say to a loser. <laughs> oh, they are? Right. Yeah, things you say to a loser? Yeah, words to a fourth runner-up, words to a third runner-up, words to a second runner-up. This kind of confused me, because I thought 
that the answers would correspond to the place that of the runner-up that you were. Now, isn't it true? I'm gonna. This is a bit of a callback to some old business, but when you're the fourth runner-up, doesn't that mean you came in fifth place? Yes. So runner-up number plus one equals placement. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's just sort of, the math of it confuses me. Maybe this is where Thomas Heilman thinks I suck at math because I can't like figure out how many deckers a sandwich is or whatever <laughs> this the situation might be. Because the first runner-up is the second place finisher. Right. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, that's the way it is. I think I learned all of that. Is that, that why you never did pageants as a child? That is why. That is why. <laughs> that's the only reason why. Because other than that, I mean, I look great in a two-piece, and, <laughs> you know, I strut the runway like nobody's business. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about, do you? <laughs> no. Strut the runway. <laughs> is, that, is that not what you do? You say this like you do know what you're talking about. I'm, you I'm, have no experience in pageantry whatsoever. Sure I do. When? When have you ever been in a pageant? I've never been in a pageant, When have I've you ever seen it. a pageant? I've seen pageants. I've seen lots of pageants. But back. when have they ever said, look at him strutting the runway? Well, they've never said that because the pageants I've seen are the Miss America pageant. Right. And I, my, my parents actually have had a party. Right. To celebrate the Miss America pageant in a very silly kind of a way, they everybody has to wear a sash and a crown, and uh, and and you carry a score sheet and you write horrible things about all of the contestants. It's really quite awful, but it's it's fun. It sounds like it. it. Well, you know, they've been doing it for like thirty-five years now. Tuesday. Tuesday by Barry C. Silk. Yes. What was the theme to this? This was things that you say to a goat. I don't know what. <laughs> I think it was scroll things, down. It was uh, like it's, the beginnings uh, of things. Something you can do to the starts of five of the themed clues, and the answer was draw. Ah, right. So you can draw a bath, bath as in towel. Bath towel. You can draw a curtain. curtain call. You can draw a blank. Blank expression. You can draw a picture. Picture show. You can draw a gun. Gun blast. Gunpowder. Gunpowder. I like this because it very it used the word draw in different ways. Yes. Drawing a bath is different than drawing a gun or drawing a blank. It is. The, right. I mean, it's a different. The draw means something That's different. That's absolutely true. I enjoyed absolutely that. Absolutely true. That You're is agreeing nice. with me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's absolutely false. Thank absolutely you. Absolutely false. Barry C. Silk. This was a good puzzle. You do a lot of puzzles, Barry. And, yeah. And they're good. You're, and this is a good, good Tuesday puzzle. You might consider submitting some of your puzzles to the New York Times because I think they're publishable. <laughs> I think so. I think they might be. Uh, Wednesday. We're we already jumping to Wednesday. Yeah, we're sure. going. We're we're. Wednesday, Wednesday, June twenty fifth, by Rob Cook. Rob Cook. Rob Cook. Oh, this one, this one I liked also. Oh, we split up a, an otherwise normal term and gave that, it a new meaning. It began with R E. So, uh, like seventeen across was talk in one sleep, and so they took the word restoration. But you imagine the space now coming after the T, so it's rest oration. Right. Very clever. Uh, and we have redaction became red action. Reinhabit uh, became rain habit, and, and read admission uh, becomes readmission. Readmission. Read admission. No, readmission. Read readmission. Yes, like Becomes you get let into somewhere the second time is readmission. Like a movie. Sure. If you leave and go back, that's readmission. That's being readmitted. Yes. Yes. It's readmission. Readmission. Yes. <laughs> uh, became you, readmission. Yes, it did become. <laughs> wow. I'm glad we took the time to figure that one you out. You know what's coming up a lot? What? Cell. C-E-L. Is it? Not just in the New York Times. In, in the other ones, the, the, the Cross Synergy, the LA Times, Cell is coming up a lot. And it's always with Disney. Well, I mean, what else is a Cell but well, an animation frame? Well, there are other cartoons than Disney cartoons. Well, what was the clue for this one? 
Disney, Disney collectible. collectible. Okay. Oh, thank God it backed me up. <laughs> you, you were scared for a minute. Yeah, the clue was going to be like Bugs Bunny animation right? frame, right? or you know, Warner Brothers. <laughs> right. This puzzle also two down. Chefs flip them. Omelets. I don't know about that. Do you flip an omelet? Yeah, I you, thought you folded over an omelet. You can do that, but you can also take the pan and go whoosh. Okay, the truth is, I cannot do either of I those things. I can't do that. I can't no. do it either. Uh, I can I, fold it. When I make, I can't do that. Me, I make an omelet, I start off making the omelet, and it looks great. It looks like I've done the first couple of steps exactly right. You know what I end up with? Scrambled eggs. I end up with scrambled <laughs> eggs with stuff in it. That's what I end up with. Do you like fried eggs? Yeah. I know a lot of people who do not, who, who love scrambled eggs but will not eat fried eggs. We actually bought these uh, these things, these rings that you can put into the pan. Oh, That have right. little handles on them so that your fried egg can be like a perfect little... So you can put shape. it on an on a English muffin. Fits perfectly on an English muffin. That's, that's good. I'm kind of hungry right now. <laughs> Might see if there's any eggs left for dinner later. Thursday, on June Thursday. 26th by David J. Kahn. Thursday was an homage to Yves Saint Laurent. It Saint was. Saint, is it Saint Laurent? Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent. Do you have to talk like that when you speak French? Either when I speak French or imitate my father. <laughs> Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> so this had Yves, Yves, Yves Saint Laurent. Going down the center of the aisle. And I don't then think you have to do the voice. I don't? No, you can do it any way you want. Yves Saint Laurent? Sure. Yves Saint Laurent? Okay, you're doing the hand gesture, though. Yeah, what is that? This you, is French. Are you tossing your boa back or <laughs> no, something? No, I'm tossing my beret in the air. Yves Saint Laurent! Vive la France! Do you think you're Mary Tyler Moore? Yeah, Vive la Roy! Vive la Roy? Vive la Roy. Who's Roy? Roy. Who's Roy? Roy Rogers. Vive la Roy is about Roy Rogers? Isn't it? No! Viva le roi! <laughs> what? Viva le roi! It's R O I. It's king in French. Roi. Right. R O I. Roy. It's not Roy. Viva le roi! Roi. Roi. Yeah. Viva le roi! <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Long live the roi. <laughs> uh, and this had Y S L. This was a Rebus puzzle. It, it had Y S L hidden in different uh, boxes. Yeah, so we took, uh, so like City Slicker was one of the answers to 17 Across, my favorite theme to answer. 17 Across, Rube's Opposite. I have to say, first of all, this is the kind of clue that frustrates me, because it's asking for the opposite of something I don't know what it is. Uh -huh. Like a Rube, don't know what a Rube is. So the opposite of something I don't know what it is could be anything. <laughs> really, really could be. Like anything at all. In this case, it was City Slicker and the YSL. Well, the aren't there City things Slicker. that don't have opposites? Like what? Orange. The opposite of orange is blue. What about the fruit? The the opposite of orange, the fruit, is the empty space in the fruit bowl where the orange once was. What about the opposite of the author of that blog? Oh. Orange. There's a bloggist named no, Orange. No, I know, I know. That would probably be us. We oh, would we're be. the opposite of Orange the Blogger? <laughs> yes, because Orange the Blogger is very brilliant. smart. Oh, that, I know what my, the other thing I wanted to say there from you before go. was. Here we go. I read, this was from like weeks ago, but it was on Orange's blog. Somebody, uh... People, for some reason, after one puzzle, started talking about, you know, Orange solves the puzzles very quick. Yes. And so other people then talk about their times. quickly? I don't know. Either way. I, probably both. She can do it quick and quickly before <laughs> I can even do it at all. So other people are talking about the, how long it took them to solve. Uh -huh. And then somebody suggested that uh, their time should be, the unit of how fast you solve a puzzle should be multiples of Orange's time. Moot. Oh, interesting. So people started saying their score in moot. <laughs> so like, yeah, I solved Friday's puzzle in 2.6 moot. Well, I thought that was kind I of didn't fun. See it's that. like I an inside, that. inside trick there, so yeah. I like that. Yeah. I tend to solve most puzzles in about 
35 moot. Yeah, at least. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I, then the Monday and Tuesday I can do in about two or three moot. Yeah. But by Thursday, it goes Friday, up exponentially. Saturday, wow. 100 moot. 100 moot. Absolutely. So that's what I, that was the other point. Why did I bring that up? I don't know. I don't either. So this was, I, we enjoyed this puzzle. I got screwed up with, with uh, 32 down, which was type of batteries, and I put AAA. Yes, you did. But it was AAs. Yes. And I got very confused, and I couldn't, it wouldn't accept, the Apple wouldn't accept it. I got very frustrated as I didn't know who it was, because the cross was... 38 across was uh, first name in erotic writing. Right, and I had... But that's strange that you wouldn't know that. I mean, you, you well, are that, such a pro when it comes to erotic writing. I am. You? I mean, I'm, I'm a connoisseur. You are a connoisseur. <laughs> Viva la connoisseur! Viva! Do you think we could ever go through a whole podcast where I don't digress meaninglessly? I don't think so. How about where we finish in time? Friday, June 27th. No, because there's something else here. The Thursday puzzle. Eve, yes. Eve, Eve, Eve. Beret! Um... How do I, how do I get this? How do I get these gimmicks faster? I, I asked this on the blog and nobody told me. So I want to know what's the trick. I, I don't know. Howard Barkin, Orange, Dan Fair, winner of the C division. How do you guys know it's going to be one of these where the the trick is you put multiple letters in one box? How do you know it's that kind of puzzle? It takes takes me. I mean, what always clues me in is I have a. Uh, there's always a clue that I'm absolutely dead certain of that just won't fit. But I had that in this. I had that at 21 across, New York's blank building, tallest in the world in 1930. I knew it was the Chrysler building. I knew it was the Chrysler building, and I'm looking, but there's only six letters, and Chrysler has eight letters. How is this going to fit? Well, I Like, for example, I want to do it first. I'd like to know that right away. <laughs> How that, can I know that right away? any clues. I don't want to solve any clues. I just want to know. I want to immediately know the entire grid. <laughs> I want instant enlightenment. I, how do I, how I, do I do this? I think instead of solving on the New York Times, you need to solve on expertinfo.com. Why haven't we started talking about Friday's place? Friday, June 27th by Brad, Brad Wilbur. Wilbur. This you, was great. Yeah, you like this. I uh, know Googled it in, I don't remember how long, but it had great answers. Everybody started off with Tiki Torch. Luau lighting, tiki torch. That was one A. Tiki torch was quite good. There were a lot of really good answers in this one. I like thirteen down, big sticker, Elmer's glue. Great. That was a lot of fun. Great. But this was fantastic. The answers were fun. It was lively, lively fill. The orange uses that. Phrase. Really, lively. Well, fill. this was lively fill. It had lively fill. Although this did have six down, canyon tones, ochre. I knew immediately it was ochres. Some people thought it might be echoes, and that threw them off. I knew mm -hmm. immediately it was ochres, and I also knew immediately I have no idea how to spell ochres. Yes. O C H blank blank S. O the E and the R can go in either way. Yeah. O C H R E S. O C H E R S. Yeah. I thought maybe there was a system, so I asked the world, "What is the system? How do we know there this?" There is no system. No, apparently it's O C H whatever the crossing is, whatever the crossing is. Right. That's how. That's how you figure it out. Right. I don't like that. I'd like it to just be yellow. <laughs> All right. That would have fit. Yellow would have fit. Y-E-L-L-O-W. Yes, it would have yeah. fit. But it, you couldn't have pluralized it. No, so I would have changed the clue to Kenyan tone. Or color that used to be ochre. <laughs> Saturday, I'm starting to sweat. Are you? It's very hot in here. June 28th by Byron Walden. Oh. Another very good one. Byron Walden does fantastic work. Byron yeah. Walden, very frequently, good puzzles. This one I almost... No Google. 
I didn't come the least bit close to no Google. There was something that I couldn't get, which I can't remember what it is now. But check the blog, and you'll. There were a whole fleet of things I didn't understand at all in this that I got completely wrong. Nineteen across steam-driven devices that pump water from mines. Steam engines. If you asked me, yes or no, is there such a thing as a steam-driven device that pumps water from mines? Mm -hmm. I think I would have gotten that wrong. Uh-huh. I'm sure such a thing doesn't actually exist. Beam engines? Had no idea. No. And That's right. You didn't know how to parse it. I didn't because eight down troubled me. Eight down. Ox, puffins, and related birds. <laughs> Alcids. I thought it might be things I've never seen. <laughs> that didn't fit. So Alcid. I got ALC blank DS. Didn't know what vowel went in there. And without right. knowing what vowel went in there, I couldn't parse beam engines. No. I thought it was like Beamenginez or... <laughs> You know, like like it was a person's name, B-E-A-B, and then Mengones or something. Like, I had just no idea. Couldn't find Isn't it. Isn't that something, like, I feel like my mom would say that to me. Like, a Jewish mother would say, be a Mengones. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? It sounds more Spanish than Jewish. Does it? Mengones. Mengones? I thought yeah. it sounded like mensch to me. Meningas. <laughs> well, meningas sounds like a, like a skin disease. <laughs> Do you suffer from meningas? <laughs> be a meningas. Yeah, my favorite clue, though, was 12 down, the eye of Elizabeth one question mark, and it was royal we, but it was written like the one of Elizabeth one because one is the Roman numeral. God, I think it's that I explain in my head, but then when I say them, it makes no sense to anybody. <laughs> is there anybody else in your head who's going, oh yeah, that's a good way yeah, to Yeah, well, the people in my head are saying, that's a perfect way to explain it. Begin to open your mouth and say what you said to me. Yeah. But it comes out like nonsense. <laughs> that was absolutely nonsense. I think you might need to do a little corporate overhauling for the team inside I, your head. Yeah, they are just slacking off. They really, either that or they're just a bunch of goofballs out to get you. They're like, well, let's see what we can make God. them say this time. Yeah, moving levers around. Like, let's see if we can get them to speak French. I, I feel Move like his arms! Move his arms! <laughs> I feel like they're wearing shoes with, with jingle bells on their on the toes. Really? Yeah. See, the people in my head wear white lab coats. <laughs> and they carry clipboards. They have long lists of the things I have to do that day. <laughs> so they're like, well, it's going to be a while. We have to do Friday's puzzle before we can do the laundry. Oh, wife's not going to be happy. Let's get Brian into a bad mood right away. They're, they're very busy in my head. Yeah. Mine's, uh, mine are not very busy. What were we talking about? We great were, puzzle, great puzzle by really Byron Walden. Ziploc bag, onion roll, Mr. Romance. That started off uh, the top left. Wow, you're just going to talk. Well, what are we supposed to do on this thing? <laughs> I don't know. Sunday. I, we should be done by now, right? June 29th, 2008. Constructed by Tony Orbach and Patrick Blindauer. Patrick Blindauer. Back again. Back Ten again. grand surplus. All right, now with this one, I knew right away what the gimmick was going to be. From the title. They were going to be right away that there was going to be a grand was a K for a thousand, and there were going to be ten extra Ks stuck right. into the theme answers. I knew this, and I was right. And uh, like twenty-two across was impatient kids plea at a zoo. Took the phrase that we know, "Show me the money," added a K, and it became "Show me the monkey." Mm -hmm. Which I is like a phrase that. I use that phrase. <laughs> Show me the monkey. Yeah, I walk around town just saying <laughs> that to anybody who I can find. Yeah, well, it is New York. It is, so nobody even looks at me. I could. Say lots of things. Right. Uh, so we had triple klutz instead of triple lutz. After a scort. Yeah, that one I didn't. I didn't care for that one. I don't. I don't know the scort. I, I like assume it's like a hybrid skirt and shorts. Yeah, right? the I love the skort. Yeah, I don't. If I was a woman, I'd wear a skort. Really? All the time. Why don't you just do it anyway? Why do you have to be a woman? 
I think to be socially acceptable, you have to be a woman. But we established earlier in this episode, you're not socially acceptable. Maybe I'll buy a squirt then. I think you should. I think you've convinced me. Absolutely. I have plank ahead, bartender, average joke, gunk control. Wink, wink situation. A wink, wink situation, which had two added Ks, so there were only nine theme answers. All right. The last one was inflatable craft, which just made me think of exploding cheese. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but this one did have a clue to which I did not understand the answer. 27 across. 27 across. Animal with an onomatopoetic name. And the animal is a new, G-N-U, a new. And we just, as we were podcasting, we got a comment from Greg. Greg who is quite the crossword solver extraordinaire, and... Is this Greg Pliska? It is Greg Pliska. He's All also right. a fantastic musician, a pianist, a composer, just a, and a very nice guy. Uh, Greg Pliska says to us, and we're reading this new, haven't seen this, it's hard to Google search information about the onomatopoeity, po- poeity, I don't know, <laughs> onomatopoeity, how do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> onomatopoeity. Of GNU, since any web search of GNU gets you lots of pages about GNU, the operating system, ah. whose name is GNU's not Unix. That's a sort of a computer geek joke. Uh-huh. A tremendous example of a recursive acronym, but which has nothing to do with onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia? <laughs> onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. I'm saying that right, aren't I? <laughs> I think so. Words lost all meaning. <laughs> Onomatopoeia is the naming of something with a reproduction, more or less, of what it sounds like, or the, quote, formation of words in imitation of natural sounds. The classic examples are buzz, fizz, hum, and bob white. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Bob white? I, bob white? Really, Greg? What does that mean? I don't know. He says, but I did find this, and he links us to a website... Uh, www.wisegeek.com and he says, I'm not sure the provenance of wisegeek.com nor of Wikipedia's page on the subject, which confirms the derivation. Derivation? That's the word you were looking for. Oh, it's not derivation? Not, not derivation. Derivation. <laughs> Seems like the koi koi name for the wildebeest from which we get new sounds very similar to the grunting noise the animal makes. So, onomatopoetic. And then he says, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't Clever. get it. What is a wildebeest? It's some, he links us to this page about a wildebeest. The first sentence already includes many words I don't know, <laughs> including wildebeest, ungulate, and conicates. <laughs> wow. So I'm done with that page. But thank you very much, Greg Pliska, for trying to help. But you wow. sent a too smart email to two idiots. You did. So that was Sunday. That was Sunday. That I was think it was Sunday, a great, great week of puzzles. It was a terrific week in puzzles. If only I could have figured out Yves Saint Laurent all at once, <laughs> then I would have been fine. But you figured it out eventually. I did. So that's episode 17. Wow. Of episode 17 of Phil. Me. In. Today. Crosscast. Pod word. Word bag. <laughs> Flip knob. <laughs> What? Flip knob. What the hell's a flip knob? What's a bird bag? <laughs> it's a bag of birds. Well, this is a knob full of flips. But that doesn't, the first thing isn't a noun. The I, second oh, thing is a noun. What is a knob? What is a knob? I ask you. No, it's Define a knob. Define knob. It's a knob. Give me it's the a, derivation it, of knob. It's a medieval carrying device. <laughs> a medieval carrying device? <laughs> yes, and a flip is an is a is a bird that was used to be related to the budgie. You realize that at this point I've already faded us out and the exit music is playing. I do realize. Okay, that. good. So why are you still talking? <laughs>